we were just talking about Burning Man and how cool it would be. About, we were talking about the, the the amount of human waste that accumulates out there in the desert. They have to store them in tanks because they you know they can't go into some septic underground. It's the desert, so right. they have they have they have uh, they they build beautiful like public art sculptures. Yeah, and they're just yeah. filled filled with human waste, bubbling, gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just were, rocking. Were, a little, the move, they're moving around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want to like get too close or like, ride your moped too close to it because if it no. shakes the ground, the thing will fall over. Look, you don't want, you want to put your, your goggles next to them, your, your, your goggles and your fuzzy vest. True. But you were, you were telling me before we started recording that uh, apparently that, like the rule of uh, RVs, you can't go poop in them, and I just... I've never heard this rule. I think you're yanking my chain because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've taken a number two inside an RV. No, and I mean, if you, it's, 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 always <laughs> anyone that I have been in, including uh-huh. like the big buses, you can't uh-huh. you can't go number two in there. That's the rule on tour. You don't do number two well, what about like, because it costs money. It's like it's like super expensive to change it. And okay, but I mean, it just goes straight through. Unless you got like gallstones or bladder stones, you know, because my dad had bladder stones and it was just like there'd be rocks on the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> just it'd be like uh, like those urinal cakes, but it would yeah. be your dad's. I'd be like, it's like a beautiful stones. beach scene. If you look closely, it'd be like a beautiful beach, a beautiful mm-hmm. Waikiki, you know, and you're getting served cocktails and, you know, you're in a sewage, uh, yeah. uh, sewage you're, site. You're s- you're sifting around looking for some quartz or some sea glass, some rare rare gems. Rare gems. You're looking down there, but you realize you're just staring too close to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And your da- my dad has been around. Look, if I if I have an opportunity to get into an RV, I'm the first thing I'm doing is I'm beelining for that toilet. I get I'm, so excited, you know, stuff starts moving around. I'm number twoing instantly. Just I gotta go. I gotta I'm go now. Oh, is it cost extra? Good. It's that's extra. It's extra. That's the thing. It's extra. That's the the luxurious lifestyle that I live. Yep. Um, I just I want to bring it up because we talked about it on the Patreon last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that my girlfriend told me that my hair I look like Ken Burns, the right. famous documentarian. Uh, he made the famous documentary about uh, Doctor Gavorkian, <laughs> and you know. Their relationship in that in that documentary is amazing. Where the, the scene where where Kevorkian says, "Look," he's like, "It's just a push of a button, you know." And he says, "You do it, Ken Burns. Try it yourself." And he does, and he moans. He moans as he presses the button. Well, Ken, you know, Ken was doing that classic documentarian yeah. play where he endears himself to the subject. They become like brothers, like almost yeah. lovers. They're and lovers. So, you don't know. You I mean, know. you don't know what 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 happens when the the camera's yeah. off, you know. I, I just assume it's a it's a real and a fest, you know. <laughs> they were v- very intimate. It's just bodies entwined. Look, Kevorkian's a uh, he was a sexual man, a sexual creature, and you know he's he's like spreading so much death, and you know what is the yeah. you know the Ouroboros of death is pleasure, pleasurable lovemaking. Intimacies, extreme intimacies, you know. Yes, psychotic, but like romance, but it's so, it's so intense. It's it's almost going to break you apart, you know. Yeah, destroy your, destroy your life. It's like a subsonic, you know, energy wave that's vibrating an entire building. That's Kevorkian. Yeah, when he's when he's 
It's you're doing a pleasure. And you can't tame it, you know. You try and you, you try to, you, you know, you say, look, this is a little bit going too far. And next thing you know, you're, you're, uh, yeah. you're, you're passed away. I'm going to be honest. When he, when he climaxes, it's like, he, it's like hitting the, the brown note. It's, uh, it's a, it just blasts everything. It's like, it's so powerful. It's like when he takes his, his, uh, thumb and his forefinger and he squeezes Plunges. on that squeezes on that needle <laughs> inoculates i picture it's a needle situation like he just I, I picture it's pretty quick like he just goes behind like while they're doing dishes and he just stabs them in the back with a needle and then they fall <laughs> he's like I, i'm gonna inoculate you from, from life you'll be inoculated from being alive anymore and then Thank he you. moans as he presses it oh i know yep Oregon's a Kevorkian state. You can go to the doctor, right? And you can say, I'm done. I got, I've had enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess I don't know what the rules are. I guess I'm if you've not been, sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I'm going to look them up right now. <laughs> Got to look this up. I guess if you have like terminal something yeah. and then you can say, I don't want to do it. I'm, I've had, an, I've had my fill. I, I would love it if I was driving down my favorite street, you know, and I looked up, and all of a sudden, I just saw that it was called Kevorkian Lane. You know, <laughs> they dedicated that street to him. They, what if they like, changed the the flag and like the state bird could be Kevorkian? Could be him. Just yeah, the, the national anthem could mention a, a little bit about him. You know, at the end, <laughs> thank God for Doctor Kevorkian. Do you, do do states have their own song, like an anthem? Yeah. They should. Yeah, there should, like. there should be a separate state. They should just take part of Kansas and, and Texas. I don't think they touch, but if, <laughs> if they did, a well, little could, piece, and you could have its own state, the Kevorkian, you right. know, and you go in there, and you know, you you might, you know, you're there, you're there for for one purpose only, yeah. to do extreme extreme intimacies. <laughs> you could, they could name like a state park after them. You could, yeah. you know, drive in there and be like that. You know, the kind of old school, big wooden sign says Kevorkian National Park. There'd be a geyser. Yeah, I mean, they could could go off yourself. For that matter, just, you know, they don't necessarily need to rename certain things. They could just, you know, like the George Bush Highway could be like the George Bush slash Kevorkian Highway. (laughs) Right. You know, know, Reagan International Airport slash Kevorkian Kevorkian Airport. Dr. Kevorkian's. Spelled out though. <laughs> doctor is spelled out. Yeah. Look, this man is a doctor. He's a doctor. He was a doctor. He's healing. Healing the ailment <sighs> of, of being alive. Look, you know, he was bring, he was helping people, relieving them of being in pain. They were at the end of their life. I think Ken Ken Bain Burns took it a little too far in that documentary when he was just like doing it on his own, you know. And it's like, look. I think you should save that for the good doctor. I'm not <laughs> sure you know what you're doing. He wanted to get into the mindset of Kevor- the Kevorkian mindset. He said, "I want to get into the Kevorkian mindset. I'm going to do this. A little go. I'm going to go rogue." Yeah. And uh, you know, he had to, he had to, you know, pantomime the whole thing. I mean, that's why he did the Vietnam documentary afterwards. I mean, it was just a perfect, right, progression. Yeah. This step one. Kevorkian was in his own Vietnam. You know, <laughs> his own personal Vietnam War, to be clear. Was, was Kevorkian a war hero? Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure of it. 
He seems kind of like a parachutey kind of guy. Did some parachuting. Like a Korean War kind of guy? I don't know. I don't know much about him, actually. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, this is about as far as it goes. I like it. I like <laughs> not knowing. It, it lets my mind run free. Maybe we should, I want to, we need a Wikipedia M. Yeah. Could spend the rest of this uh, 40 minutes of the show. Yeah. Oh, slowly. I was drive, driving today and uh, down the road. It's four lanes of traffic, right? And there's a cop that's pulled over a car and they're taking two lanes over. And I just thought to myself, the first thing that came to my mind was just like, like, you know, the cops pulled over and he's got the person and he just screams out to the person, Daddy, Daddy, are you proud now, Daddy? Please, Daddy, <laughs> help me, Daddy. Excuse me, sir, I don't, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Daddy, you know. Wait, who's yelling this, the cop or the... The, the cop is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, cops have daddy issues. It's undeniable. I think if you if you get pulled over and you kind of put on the affectation yeah. of a of a loving elder older father figure to the cop, you know you're not gonna, they're not going to do anything to you. They're gonna they're gonna start you know giving you uh, confiscated contraband, you know, contraband, so on and so forth. I mean, how many? I mean, how many people do you know that say, "Oh man, I got arrested," and 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 the whole time shoved me in the car? He was whimpering, you know. Daddy, please, I love you, Daddy. Daddy, please. You know, that kind if, you of just, stuff. if you just lock eyes with a cop and and you know say that I, I love you, I'm proud of you, my little boy, and then maybe you know, boy. tuck, tuck his hair behind his ear. Boy. You're my little baby boy, and then you you know I, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to take off your shirt and <laughs> let him suckle just... for a minute, <laughs> or or her. I'm not. Yeah, this is gender neutral. Women can be cops. Please. Please, Daddy, help me. What? What are you saying to me? That's the wrong thing to say. (laughs) (sighs) I don't feel good. You gotta, you know, sometimes you have to degrade yourself a little bit in life. Yeah, if that means pretend anyway. So when when those opportunities come, I just, I, I, my first thing is I do in any situation, I act like a baby and hope that they'll. You know, I don't know. Take care mm-hmm. of me. Put me, um, put me in a manger. You know, there's that that movie coming out about the the astronaut that goes crazy, and apparently it's based on the real story of that uh, the astronaut, the real life lady who like drove across the country wearing a diaper to like I don't even remember the whole details of the story, but it was like a big it was a big story. Do you remember this? The the astronaut that. Like the big, that crazy the, sex fetish, and it was just the, not, the big headline stuff. The the headline of the story was that she was wearing a diaper because she didn't want to stop driving. Yeah. Um, and so they made a uh, you know a feature film. It's going to be a film just about that. Her talking about the whole film is just her driving. We're like, Jesus, I have to pee. Yeah, it's just her just wearing it. Oh, she's not worried about having to pee. Cause she she could just pee she's in already, a diaper. She's prepared to do uh, whatever needs to be done. So, okay. That's my diaper story. I enjoyed it. Check it out. I don't, check I out, don't, the, check I don't, out that movie. I don't have one. You don't have a diaper story? I'm going to skip my diaper story. Yours was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Your diaper story beat, beats mine.
uh, I wish I remembered the the details of it. I think I don't know. Like the media was just like fixated on it. This the the diaper aspect of this story. I mean, now it sounds quaint. You know, you hear this. If, if now if we were to read a story about a, uh, someone wearing a diaper, you'd just be like, you'd shrug it off. But this was yeah. you know ten years ago, and it was it was a big deal back then. We were more innocent. Yeah, you could just say those kind of things. Yeah, people would freak out. You know. Yeah, I was thinking about that same thing with the um, some song lyrics. Like you have uh, that song "Cracklin' Rose," and it's just like at first it's like about a woman, you know, "Cracklin' Rose" or a star about woman, and it's not a nice song, you know. And mm-hmm. you, and then you realize the second half of the song that Neil Diamond is in the woman's house. <laughs> the way he's narrating it, you could tell he's in there, and and she's not there, and she does not not doesn't want him there, right. He's creepy crawling around yeah. her apartment. Number one hit. Yep. Uh, I, I just watched that Mind Hunters with with Manson, and the, and they they talk about how they would do the, they would creepy crawl where they'd go into people's houses oh, yeah. and then creepy just, and crawl. just That's move their, furni- their furniture around. If yeah, they would have just maybe... left it at that. They would have been the best. If they would have <laughs> just yeah. done creepy crawls. I would be hundred percent for them. Because it made me think of you because I, you told me about how you did that. You and your friends. Oh yeah, we did that to to our friend. Yeah, I guess we did. I've done a creepy crawl. <laughs> we did it a couple. We did it a couple times. Yeah, you guys it just did. They went on these mini vacations, and we went in there and like. Uh, anyway. The big difference between you and Manson is that you didn't want to start a race war. No, and no, he I, did. I had. I you know I thought about it. Right, but you, you, know, you, you pondered it, and you're like, yeah, I don't actually don't want to do that. It's just I just don't have time for it. Manson, on the other hand, he was, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to do this. I was like, yeah, I don't really care about those ideas. More interested in the creepy crawl part. But I like the creepy crawl. I was like, I just, I'm in it for the creepy crawl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. There's no better feeling of doing something like that. Like, when when you're young and you can get away with it. Yeah, I'm jealous. And it's fun. I wish I had, I had done a creepy crawl. Yeah, we could, if you did it now, it would be all over for you. Yeah, I don't think I could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's and no. You, you have to write uh, helter skelter on the. Yeah. Well, they would. Just, I think that's all they did. They would just go into houses and then just move furniture around and stuff mm-hmm. just for fun, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy crawl. Let's go out for a creepy crawl. He say, "Hey, you, you and me, creepy crawl." Imagine taking orders from five foot one Manson. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I'm saying I could. I can't. I can't imagine it. It's charming. It's a pop charming, singer. He's a charming boy. Like he charmed Dennis Wilson. You think he's not going to charm you? Yeah. Come on. He, he charmed that that one young woman. You know, they were about to be married until he found out that she was only marrying him because she wanted him to she die and she wanted to stuff his body and have it like a museum. She and wanted, I was like, that's a good idea. She wanted dibs on his corpse like any, uh, you know, loving, yeah. uh, you know, bride would. Bride would. She said, look, I know it exactly. Like the, it, I love that it got leaked to him. <laughs> that, she, that she wanted to stuff him like a Lennon <laughs> situation and put him up. Uh, you know, and I mean, what did he? What does he care? If I was him, I would have been like, care? Yeah, you'll be cares. Go ahead, do it, do it. Let's do this. Let's have sounds our, fun. Our year of uh, pure ecstasy, uh, non-conjugal ecstasy, because <laughs> they they don't allow killers to do conjugals. Can't, you can't do conj- conjugals. 
It's a they non-conjugal situation. They cannot consummate. No, it has to be through the brain, through you know, through through love, mm-hmm. through cerebral, extreme passions of the mind. You know, the brain is the most androgynous organ of the yeah. the human just that body. Worry, the worry is coming out, and and you <laughs> feel the worry coming in, and then the fear starts. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of sexy to have that like prison guard standing off to the corner, and he's got a gun holstered, and he's a little overweight, and he's just watching you two cerebrally doing stuff. Sounds nice. Sounds better than better than anything I've ever done. <laughs> he's wearing like an ill-fitting beige suit uniform. She's like, "I love you. I can't wait till you die so that I can stuff your body." <clears throat> and I'll have you on display, and I'll charge money for it. People would come from far and wide. You'd, you'd put it near the like world's biggest yarn ball or whatever. It would be, it would be like the biggest th- attraction, you know, yeah, the world has ever seen. Like the the what what's that place? It's like the the mystery vortex or whatever. You just yeah. set it up in a cob. That would be. I mean, it does. I think it costs a lot of money to maintain yeah. linen. They have to go in there and inject all the stuff in, like paint his skin back on. Oh, you and know, like they do a a ramshackle job. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, I think if you're gonna, I don't think she really thought through the whole the logistical yeah. side of like maintaining yeah. him because it's a great idea. And you know, she's like, sure, I'll put shellac him up or whatever. But this is actually a whole process process of upkeep yeah. you know upkeep, she's not faster and you know just taking taking them apart taking their organs out yeah i don't you know, like their show anymore Marius. people buy a home the show has become they don't realize you know 10 years in they gotta change you know fix the roof for the the foundations messed up it's the same if, thing if, with you, the, if you've just tuned in you are listening to a uh, vivisection of a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> Ex- what? What's your show about? We just talk about what it would be like to perform surgeries <laughs> on people. <laughs> what X-ray makes us do the show too? By the way, we don't we don't want to. It's 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 a work to. it's a work part of a work release. This is work release. We are we're paying our debt to society week by week. They say, we're look, just you go chipping in away. You talk about how you uh, your experience working at the rendering factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can talk about that. Smells bad. The big vat, you know, sometimes you're on the uh, the catwalk and you get a little vertigo and you think you're going to fall in. No one would know. Just turn into glue. Turn in into glue. Little kids are, you know, doing arts and crafts with your body. That's what I like to think is like, again, you know, whatever glue to hold all the... the the, this particle board together in the Ikea furniture. Maybe mm-hmm. a little piece of you would be in there. Yeah, where do they and get that glue? it would get your, your children's uh, bed, and it could get it, and you would be in there haunting it. Because, you know, there's, like, those bodies exhibits. There's, the uh, there's like, the official one, and then there's, like, all the knockoffs that are they're, they're Apparently, they're, uh, all the bodies are, like, Chinese dissidents that they've, uh, you know, turned it plasticized. You know what I'm talking about? No, you go no to the you go to like it's like the bodies exhibit where it's like plasticized mm. uh, human like real human bodies but they've been 
their skin's not on them and you right, can see right. them. So, so this this one's like what? It's like a human trafficked one or something? something yeah, there's horrible. like there's like the, a bunch of sketchy versions of it. There's like right. the one where the, the body, there's like an actual, you know, there's paperwork. You know who these people are. They, they donated their bodies to science or whatever. But then there's the other ones. Like if you go to like uh, Luxor they're, and they're in like Vegas. A, they're like the Silk Road version of it. Yeah, but they're like literally they're, they're Chinese uh, like uh, political prisoners and stuff. Oh my God. That's awful. Yeah, it's it's really creepy. Uh, oh, I think yeah. that's the one that I went and saw in Seattle, and yeah, I just felt I didn't I didn't like it. Oh, why did you see? Did you know beforehand that there were political prisoners that were chopped up? Well, no, I thought it was just the the uh, okay. like the real the the original one. Yeah, because the know. one's it called the bodies. Bootleg. It's the bootleg one. It was the Totino's to right. your tombstone. Yeah, it's like Mr. Pibb versus Dr. Pepper. It was more of a Mr. Pibb, but but I, way more macabre. Like <laughs> imagine Mr. Pibb, but like through a cave of fear and darkness, <laughs> and you're just you're wandering with a bunch of tourists looking at court like literal corpses with yeah, like splays. Like, Jesus, uh, and it just starts getting more grimy and gritty. It's like uh, here, this is the fifth section. It's a, this guy's an F. Then it just like <laughs> mutilated people for no reason, like a, like a crime scene. Um, but oh yeah, boy. if you want to, if you want to go see this, yeah, I think they just, no, they I tr- don't, I think this they is tour what we're trying around. to say. We were, my, my wife and I were in Vegas. It was in the Luxor, like in the basement of the Luxor. Yeah. This is like, just your honeymoon. This is right yeah. when you got married. And then that night you went and saw the Chinese the dissidents, <laughs> political dissidents who have been disappeared and turned into, uh, uh, you know, just meat displays. Yeah. Hmm crazy world we live in you 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 put out your left hand and you said circus circus and then you on your right hand you say i want to see this other horror scene right or you do both you know you just you just map out the time so you have enough uh you 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 gotta rent a segue you know you gotta get a segue or at least a uh, rascal that's the thing if a rascals are better because people see you on segues and they hate you when you're a rascal they say this, this person's got pride (laughs) <laughs> this person takes pride in their appearance, their uh, a formidable presence, and uh, you know, yeah, you got people just want to get out of the way. They, people just kind of inherently want to salute you if they see you wear uh, driving a rascal around. They give you a salute, you know, and it's a weird salute. You know, it's like you kind of bend bend over and moan and grab your ankle. <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of flourishes first, and then. Uh... You end up. Why did I just do that, Robert? That was weird. Saw rascal. I don't know. I just when that guy drove by, I, my whole body felt like it needed to do that. It was a compulsion. It's the rascal compulsion. It, that's going to be my army. It's like everyone salute now. Oh, <laughs> just bend over, grab with your one hand, grab your side like you're in pain. <laughs> Uh huh. Grab your kidney. Yeah, and then and then move your body down and grab your ankle. So one hand on the kidney, yeah. one on the ankle, yeah. all while moaning. That yeah, would be that it, would be my national anthem. It's a moan, not a groan. And you'll have uh, drill sergeants goose stepping around, making sure everyone's doing it right. Yeah, putting people through, you know, severe pain. Yeah, mandatory. In a good way. Mandatory kidney stones because it, it, it's it's more believable if people are actually grabbing their kidney in yeah. real pain. 
So you think you'd have to get people who have kidney stones? Yeah, or you give it to them. Uh, I mean, I've talked about this before. My dad had kidney stones, and he, he got them apparently because he ate too many Tums. So I, th- I, th- I think that this is a way you could self-induce if you wanted to. to. give someone kidney stones. You would just feed them like a meal of Tums. Oh, I like where this is going. And it's all that calcium. <laughs> I don't feel good. My body is tensing up. It builds up in you. The calcium does, and yeah. then... Oh, that calcium in your, you, you'd feel it coursing through your veins, you know, and you feel that you could see the blood is going slow through your veins. <laughs> you see the stone working its way to your kidneys. It's like, oh, these stones are, I'm getting big stones. They're bigger, <laughs> the bigger than my kidneys. <laughs> oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. It's heading right, right towards like it. A, a con, like in your 2064, there's going to be like a, because everyone's just going to be in prison and it's going to be like a prison contest and it's like, who can grow the biggest kidney stones? <laughs> that would be like the national lottery you know and it's like you make good money doing it yep harvesting it's like uh it's gonna take over the nfl like it's what like the it'll be like the nfl of 2064 i was gonna say it'd be like the new like the new cryptocurrency like it'll replace bitcoins people will just use the the, the kidney stones as currency <laughs> yeah. and trade them you can buy stuff on the black market go on silk road Untraceable. You could buy DVDs, rat pelts, Cinnabon. Yep. A little packets of street heroin. Just baggies. That's uh, that's what I was talking about with uh, when I picture Burning Man. It's going to be like you, it's just like is that a dust storm? And you look and it's just baggies flying everywhere and it's just those empty MDMA and Coke baggies. <laughs> when you said that, though, you like when you first it. said it. I thought you were talking about the little like. Uh, uh, like biodegradable like poop baggies that people pick up their dog poop but I think oh, yeah. I thought that's what everyone at Burning Man had to pick up their own poop had to, they have to do it themselves because because of the RV situation actually, I mean that would actually be cleaner you just like bend over and you just see it like a dog you just, just go over there and just start leaning down and doing your thing mm-hmm. you pick it all up you know you pick it bag. up you got a bag yep um, but you, yeah, you go there and you just see, and it's just like a sea of it. And, and you, and it's, and at first you're like, that's kind of drugs and yucky stuff in there. But then you just let it wash over you, and it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. The like, powders. Yeah. It's it, they call it the autumn at Burning Man because it's like you know everyone's <laughs> the, finished the all leaves. their drugs and it's like leaves falling. But it's but it's drug baggies. It's romantic, kind of. It's uh. It's uh, you know soothing. White people doing white drugs, mm-hmm. as it was meant to be. No, should we, we should we, we take our break? We just talked about we, we would both go, but it would have to again. We would have to be able to poop in the uh, go number yeah. two in the uh, the RV. If and the, that's all it, we're asking, it, I just need to go twice or three times. Big, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a frequent number tour, and so I would say, if you're gonna, if, yes, I will accept your invitation. I'll come along, but first things first. Rule number one: sign this at the dotted line. I get to go number two inside the yeah. RV toilet or room. You come up with a cool costume for me that incorporates, uh, in, uh, you know, like a trough oh. that like, I can go into. You'd be like a makeshift dune still suit. But yeah, it's like a, a little more lo-fi, but it'd be the same kind of idea. Yeah, still suit. Yeah, but 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 instead, it's a more of like a porta potty on your <laughs> down, on your lower half. 
And you walk around with the porta potty. There's that like Tim and Eric bit where it's. <laughs> do you know the one I'm talking about? It's where it's like the diarrhea machine, and it's like a tube that go that like, goes curves over their head, and then speak, so you can go diarrhea into the urinal. Wow, wow. that's I amazing. It's, yeah, it's a it's a classic a classic comedy bit. No, my, my my idea was is like, it's like a cool pants, and you're like, you look at my cool pants, and but the legs are just extra fat because. The waist can has these tubes right, that's right. down there. Yeah, it's like they're Jeanco's, like those cool baggy exactly. jeans, but uh, they're utilitarian. They have practical. It's just bubbling, gurgling human waste. It's not like a stylistic, aesthetic thing with why they're so huge. Right. It's for mechanical purposes. Yeah, let's take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, this is Heavy Breather, by the way. Yeah, thank you so much. The Heavy Uh, Breather radio program on X-Ray FM. This is a program. This is a program. You are listening to a program. This is, now we are going into act two. Yep. This American Life is a program. Uh, Whatever uh, Garrison Keillor's show was called before. Glenn Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. That was a program. And this is a program. What's his name? Garrison Keillor. Garrison Keillor. Uh... Before he he made a woman recoil, and now it's like his fiddle fiddle player. I recoil. Like, I have the world's. I've got the Guinness Book of World Records for making <laughs> a woman recoil the fastest. Yeah, just the the the, the biggest distance away from a person, and somebody they still... happened to film it, and then they they tested the film like the Zapruder. They tested the film later, and they they were like. This is the fastest somebody has ever recoiled. She like pre-recoiled. It was before he even entered the room. She already started recoiling. Yeah, she felt his presidency. Yep. Kudos to her. God bless you. Garrison. His skin's just sagging off his face somewhere. Excuse me, I have a question for you. Recoil. <laughs> uh, have you ever tried a tuna casserole? Oh, you should check it out. It's fantastic. I know this man, great mandolin player. <laughs> He's just a great mandolin player in in, uh, in Medford, Oregon. You got to check him out. He plays a, a saloon there in town. That's a guy. That, sorry, it turned into a guy that that Marius and I met one time in uh, Pendleton. Pendleton. Uh, it's it, it also sounds like what's his name? Uh, uh, Phil Lesh. He's got the same. Oh, Phil Lesh does sound like that too. He's got. Oh, I just tell you what. That night, the <laughs> crowd and the band were one. Okay, <laughs> I just we were just moving off each other. We just you know the the audiences they're part of it. And, you know, we're just going up there. We don't expect anything. And, uh, you know, that's just, just a synergy. He, like he, my, the way he, he talks. This trick is he's still, now, this is, I'm grateful that it's starting to get ruined for me. Because if you, now if you listen, I, I don't want to ruin this. If This might ruin for you. So, so turn it off <laughs> if you're a serious dead fan. But he just noodles the whole time. And it starts, and, and you latch on to it. And then all of a sudden it starts, it's like a worm. And it's, it's uh, irritating your skin, you know, like I mean, a. Then you yeah, can't stop I go. thinking about his weird teeth. Like I've been uh, watching that the uh, the Grateful Dead documentary on Amazon, 
Yeah. And uh, he he talks with like without op- moving his jaw. Like yeah. his jaw doesn't swivel. It's but, just but his also lips it's open. like focused in on his lips, and his lips are like weird transparent blue. His like his like upper lip. It's so freaky, and I'm just like, what? Can't, just and there's like back weird, a foot. <laughs> there's like dried spittle in the corner of his mouth. But he he's he just like his lips open and close, yeah. but his, his jaw doesn't turn. Like uh, there's no movement of the jaw. So in his big teeth. Yeah. So he can't get the words out. He's got tiny teeth. Look, Ken Burns did a better documentary with the uh, with the Kevorkian one. Let's just <laughs> let's call it what it is. Yeah, the Grateful Dead one he did was pretty good. <clears throat> you know, everyone's got their favorite Grateful Dead. You know, so the whole famous thing where you know everyone asks, "Who's your favorite?" Just together as one in the audience on stage. I don't believe you, old man. He's, he's the get worst. At, get up, old man. Excuse me. Get up. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I, where I start joking around about elder abuse. <laughs> People about, love it. This elder abuse. The, all the radio. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. Uh, aging Grateful Dead members. Hey, get up, old man. Excuse me. You elder abuse them into touring as to the dead. Becoming successful. <laughs> You're going to do a remix. With, uh, I don't know, Eric Clapton. <laughs> but I'm going to make Eric Clapton do, like, the cool hip-hop stuff, that part. Yeah. You're going to have to learn a program, old man. Hold a gun to his head. Get learning, old man. I want to see Eric Clapton, you know. You're going to learn how to beat match, you idiot. <laughs> I want to see him play an MPC. Yeah, exactly. Sample he gets good. He gets guy. good. Yeah, he's beat juggling, chopping. Just like, all right, you, you like know. Early, early DJ Premier style. He's so good. I would love it. Uh, you know, should we take this break? Yeah, let's take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Heavy Breather. See you in a minute. Thank you. 
yeah, we were talking about holding a gun to uh, Eric Clapton's head and making him learn how to beat match, and then you would have him do cool DJ work at your wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you pay him a reasonable day rate. You would, yeah, because it's like a six day, seven day thing. He would, he would, uh, he would beat match so good. He'd be, he'd be, you know, he'd be doubling up. He'd have two copies of the same record. And he'd, be, he'd go to the break, the drum break, and he'd juggle it. He'd do some scratch. Yeah, and, and it's not just that. Like, you know, you're like, I, I want you to do a, st- a show. You know, come on, put some Clapton into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do it like, uh, do le- when you're beat matching Layla. You know, Layla, 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 I want you to bring the spirit of the blues into your into your turntablism, Eric Clapton. I want, I want you to turn your pacemaker up. Okay? Turn it up to 50 if you need to. <laughs> Look, elder abuse is no laugh. It's, it's no laughing matter, but it I, is no laughing matter. I would like to elder abuse Eric Clapton a little bit. Not enough to like there be no, no really. there'd be no uh, you know, legal Retaliation. Right. It would be. It would be consensual. He would sign a waiver and say because he, he would. He would have to temporarily give you. Uh, yeah, power of attorney. Custody, power of attorney, and custody too. <laughs> like so, you would be his father legally, for, for thirty-two hours. Legal dad for thirty-two hours. I'm legally dad. And then you would take him to a church. You know, you would put him in a manger, <laughs> and you would take him to a church. You would baptize him in front of Jesus. I mean, imagine uh, baptizing Eric Clapton in front of. Like, I can't. I can't imagine it. You just plunge him down. You know, and you hold him down a little he's too long. Big. It takes like three priests. To, he's str- to hold him down. He's struggling a little bit, but you know, he's gonna. You let him breathe. Get in there. <laughs> The water starts uh, burbling and boiling a little bit, and then please, please, miss, miss, don't need, miss, don't need anymore. Baptizing. <laughs> that's that's how he talks. <laughs> yeah, how many how many baptisms can you uh, get away with giving Eric Clapton? Please, that's the big question. Miss, uh, me, me favorite, my record last year came out, and me me had me's baptism. <laughs> it, it's wonderful, really. Consensually baptizing Eric Clapton. Yeah, we, we would have to, you know, we I, and then he would sleep in a manger for the rest of his yeah. life, a beautiful baby manger. Put him and in. We'd leave him out in the stars, you know. We swaddle him. We'd swaddle him. We'd it's, take a crane because he's so overweight. He's eating so much. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. Nothing wrong with that. He, you know, no. <laughs> he's probably tiny. He's always <laughs> such a skinny man. Yeah, we got, look, we joke around about him want, wanting him to pass away. We, I would like for him to live forever. I love, love him. Live, live, and live, and live, and live. Yeah, I want keep living. I dare you. I would uh, swap organs with him if I had to. Yeah. I want him to live to see the apocalypse. Right. I just wanted to look at the skyline and see that mushroom cloud, and then know what he has wrought. Yeah. And say, look, the in in. in he knows something's wrong when one of the four horsemen comes right up to him. Mm-hmm. And just, they were waiting for him. They did it for him. It's like that scene in Damien where the lady jumps, she kills herself off the roof. Him and the singer of R.E.M. Yep. What's that guy's name? Michael Stipe. Michael he Stipe. Brought in, brought in some of the uh, the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like he's him and Eric Clapton. He's, he's a harbinger, a messenger. They're, they're two peas in a pod. 
you know, I get worried anytime I see him. It's like a picture of him. It's like a sign. You know, it's like a very, I get a very strong message. Mm-hmm. It's like so, know, stay, st- subliminal. Stay away, but also you know, listen to their early stuff. <laughs> check it out. Got to check out the, oh, that for their first EP, classic. That was when they were you know they're doing their punk stuff. Yeah, lots of message subliminal messages. <clears throat> it's kind of you know punk punk metal kind of hardcore. Why don't people care about subliminal messages anymore? Why don't people like get like oh uptight about like uh, whatever new Keisha song? Because like, well, there's this message about this. Because we're just inundated with subliminal messages. Just, now. We're just inundated. You're right. It's just internet bombardment. Just constantly, you know, high high frequencies that we can't, uh, you know, consciously register, but it's you know telling us to, you know, wait in uh, hour long lines to eat Popeye sandwiches or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right? Is that what that's doing to me? That's what's happening. I, I just, I, all day long, I'm just in those lines for those sandwiches. I gotta eat that sandwich. I smell the sandwich. Gotta eat it. I need to. I, I would pay $5 for the wrapper of one of those sandwiches. Just chew on it like gum. I would give my life for it. <laughs> I would kill myself in the bathroom in that, in that uh, Wendy's or whatever. It was, it's Popeye's, right? Is that where it's? Yeah, that's the one that people are going, yep. you know. They're, uh, they're the society is collapsing over. Yeah, where you're like, if you're starting to, to, to think a chicken sandwich is, is that important, the next is rat pelts. Yeah. Step next thing, we're going to be trading rat pelts yeah. pretty quick here. This is, we're in phase one, phase two is coming yeah. very soon. I, I found this, this uh, cat skeleton, I'll trade you for... <laughs> You know, I found a sharp, a sharp rock. You can fashion it into a weapon. Sharp rock. Okay, a cat skeleton. I guess I could use as a nice. Uh, I could fill it full of hay, and I could sleep with it like it's like my pet. <laughs> could use it as a bowl. Cup. It's much darker. Yeah, it's a lot of uses. Can't wait for this. Daddy, I just pictured. I was thinking about it. Like I'm like in 50 years from now, my my son will say, "Daddy, why did you have me?" <laughs> Daddy, why? You, you you knew the Amazon was burning. No, it wasn't burning yet when we, when I had you. It was yeah, about it burning. It was it, about it was to burn. The, it was almost at the same moment let's let's be frank it was it was it was simultaneous it's uncanny yeah what ma- i bet you could i bet there's this should be a website that's like what major disaster happened at the moment you were born that'd be, that'd be fun you know oh pompeii mm-hmm. that's a nice that's a nice disaster the, like the, you know, yeah, where you were born when the the, uh, the that huge shelf of the Greenland yeah. ice broke off. Ooh. Oh, you're an ex. Oh, you're an Exxon Valdez baby. <laughs> challenger, uh, the Challenger. When was the when was Exxon? That was like eighty something. Eighties, yeah. But did you hear that that thing, that headline last week about how? Scientists are mad that the uh, that that whoever it was uh, they they cra- it was the UK no who was it crashed with the tardigrades on the moon oh yeah who was and it's like they should not be on the moon but then you can't help but think of how cute they are and then it's like here we go we're gonna just start a, a whole new race 
Yeah, it was beautiful. You know, first, I'll be honest, one of us will have to go and make love to one. And then we would, you know, it would be half human, half tardigrade. We're going to have to bridge the two civilizations. It's the only way to, to find peace. You're going to have to make peace with their king. And the only way to do that is to start a new race. Yeah, this is like, you know, uh, feudal times. You know, we had to, uh, you know, marry, you know, cousins, but, you know, to, yeah. to make an alliance. It's the same thing. And tardigrades are extremely sexual and they're very, very attentive. <laughs> yeah, look, you may be thinking, eh, I don't know, they. You know, they got a bunch of legs and they have a weird, you know, pig face, but they, they are attentive. They're like space manatees, sexual space manatee. (laughs) (laughs) They, you know, they attend to you before they even think about themselves. Come check out. uh, I can't even, I can't even repeat it. Hmm? Sexual space manatee. dot com yeah it's uh it is a premium site you got to pay a monthly fee you can pay for a year you get a little discount use offer code heavy breather 10 percent off check it out have a moment of silence what are you looking at uh, uh, oh nothing sorry i was messing with the screen don't don't but i was also that. thinking about that song sound of silence by uh Peter Paul, Mary Emerson, Lip Clapton, and Palmer. Can you imagine that? Get up, old man. And you look at it, and it's Clapton. You're like, oh, come with me. Just a little. What's me doing at this this computer desk? (laughs) Just some light elder abuse. It's not not breaking any laws. You're just bending them. Look, I'm going to tell you straight up what's going to happen, and then you just start working hard and right away. What do you, you need? Some coffee? What do you need? Let's get let's get to work, and yeah. you know, then you're going to have to teach them how to work a computer. First of all, understand how to navigate a, an application. Mm-hmm. Clicking around, yeah. you have to watch them click around. Click around from his those bony fingers, yeah, trembling you, hands. You, know, it's, you look at your computer and you're like, oh, his nails have been cracking and getting all over, and all these <laughs> yellow particles all over your. You have to gumming up the uh, the shift key. You can't even can't even hold down shift key anymore. You got to get one of those those you know <laughs> lick, uh, liquid uh, liquid yeah, air just to blast all of Eric Clapton's DNA out of your your yeah. keyboard. Look, Clapton. Everyone's had to deal with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mish, mish getting it. Mish getting it, me thinks. <laughs> Oi. Oi, come here. Oi, Mike, come here. Be asking questions to you now. <laughs> just just seeing that the light of, uh, you know, understanding in his eyes. What in the hell is he saying? <laughs> I can't understand a word. Layla. It, it turns out Clapton is very good at it, though. He's very good at, at uh, working a computer. I can imagine him clicking around pretty good. Yeah. Just those long fingernails, tip, tip, tapping. I'm not saying I've, you know, spent any significant amount of time alone thinking about him clicking around on a keyboard. Right. But if I were to do that, I would imagine he'd, he'd be pretty adept. Yeah, I mean, I guess so because he's, he, you know, he plays guitar, so his muscles are extremely muscular. You know, yeah, that f- there's a lot of veins, his veiny finger muscles. He could 
he can click on that mouse, clicking and tapping his click of the mouse. He clicks the mouse so fast, you know. So the sights come. The sights come, and then they, you know, they they come almost too fast. The cubic uh, feet of pressure he applies to that to that mouse button loads yeah. loads the sights up so fast. And the sights and the sights react to it. You know, they they love it. The sights just, you know, they're in the mood for it because yep. the clicking is right. Yeah, it's not about what you click. It's about how you click it. It's how you click it and how fast you can click it. I hope people are writing this stuff down. This is this is important stuff. This is life advice. This is the difference between, you know, uh, getting a raise and becoming your, your boss's dad or, yeah. you know, wasting away as the, the Arby's toilet attendant. This is going to be in the uh, whatever the encyclopedia in Carta is of... The year twenty seventy eight, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, why, 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 work your way up? You know, you could. Here, here's the trick to that: you, you, instead of you got to get in with the family, you got to start marrying around. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta work the, you work all your angles. This isn't just about you know performance reviews. This is about making connections, romantic, deep, deep connections. <laughs> There's going to be some extremely immoral times in your life. <laughs> There's going to be dark, I, dark patches you're not going to want to think about. But the thing is, the end result is what we're looking for here. We're not. We're not. There are bumps along the way, right? And there are a, consequences, but but in the end, it's for the the greater good. This is why you know people say the means to the end. It's about the end, not the means. You don't, you ignore yeah. the means. It's kind of both. They're just they're warping. They're two black holes warping into each other. <laughs> It's like a yeah, a drain that's draining into itself. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful thought. <clears throat> it is nice to think about, but yeah, it's in the end. Oh, I'm sorry. What's I it called? It's, it's calming. Oh, I okay. I thought you were going to tell me what it was called. I was excited. Yeah, somebody, somebody's, somebody's calling us. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking calls, by the way. Sometimes I wonder if people. Call in? People do call, try and call the radio over. Leave a the message. I wonder there. if anybody calls in and is like, "I just show, I'm gonna murder these guys." Well, you remember how uh, you know people can like text and it would show up on the screen. Yeah. So I wonder if people still do that. We don't get to see that stuff anymore. You idiots! <laughs> My kids and I've been listening for 48 hours straight, and we're mad. <laughs> if you want to send us messages, you have to tweet it at us. We are at underscore heavy breather underscore. I think. Yeah, tweet at us. We we do a lot of tweets. We do tweets. People tweet at us. We get we hear from from our friends on the internet. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's wholesome because uh, you can't talk about you know doing the stuff that you want to do. No, you know all, the, all that other stuff. You can talk about it there. So it's kind of nice. You're free from it. You know, it's not it's not haunting you. Yeah, this is your f- brief moment of uh, clarity, reprieve. As your fat fingers click away. <laughs> Just clicking away Auto- at us. Auto-correcting your life away. Auto-correcting your life away. Auto-correcting your life away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the next hit. You're gonna be that. You're the next little Nas. It's, it's a polka band. Picture a polka band behind it, though. This is Old Town Road too. Yeah. Uh, we, I think we're we're out of time. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you to the people who have subscribed and uh, 
checking out the Patreon. Yeah, if you go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather, you can uh, learn how to listen to bonus episodes. Go to heavybreather.net, click on the link there, listen to old episodes, blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other thing. Uh, we'll see Et you cetera. next week. Yep, see you guys soon. Bye.